Not wanting to think about the woman who'd given birth to him, the same one who'd deserted her husband and three children when Duan was twelve, Terence ten, and Libby three, he glanced at his watch, feeling tired and edgy. He had arrived in Chicago yesterday and come straight from the airport to the church just in time to make the rehearsal dinner. A private investigator, for the past three months he'd been working practically around the clock, trying to gather enough evidence to hand over to an attorney friend who was convinced a man he was representing had been wrongfully accused of murder. It had been a hard case to crack, and even harder to deliver the news that it was the man's wife who'd set him up. With the evidence needed to clear the man of all charges, Duan had taken off from Atlanta on a direct flight to Chicago. He glanced at his watch. He had another hour or so before the wedded couple headed for O'Hare and a two-week honeymoon in Paris. After they departed, he would go up to his hotel room, get out of his tux, and change into something more comfortable and... do what? He didn't have any immediate plans. Ward had gotten around that some of Reggie's brothers and cousins were hosting a card game later tonight in one of their rooms. He wasn't surprised. He had known most of the Westmorelands from his high school years in Atlanta and had rekindled friendships with them since Reggie had married Libby. The one thing he knew about them was that they liked to gamble, and their game of choice was poker. Dwan decided to pass after remembering what happened the last time he'd played with them. When the game ended, he'd been $300 poorer. If not poker, then what else was there to do? He shifted his gaze to the woman standing across the room talking to the bride's parents. Immediately, he felt a primitive thrumming heat run through him. Kimani Cannon. He would definitely love to do her. She was the best friend of the bride, and he had been attracted to her from the first moment they'd been introduced a few months ago at Terence and Sherry's engagement party in the Keys. He had immediately picked up on the strong sexual chemistry flowing between them, and the look Kimani had given him promised that they would hook up later to wear out somebody's sheets. But before they could make that happen, he'd received an important tip on a case he was working and had to leave. She was definitely nice to look at, with her dark, sultry eyes, a cute pixie nose, and full and shapely lips. He particularly liked the mass of dark brown spiral curls that crowned her creamy cocoa-colored face. She was downright sexy from the top of her head, past those shapely curves and gorgeous legs, to the soles of her feet. And speaking of feet, he had a weakness when it came to women in high heels, especially if they had the legs for them, which she did. And the strapless satin baby blue maid-of-honor dress that hit below the knees looked damn good on her, but he'd much prefer seeing her naked. He wanted to find out if his dreams came close to the real thing. He took a sip of his drink and continued to watch her. Lust after her was more like it. And it wasn't helping matters when all kind of wicked fantasies danced around in his head. He could envision doing something hot, naughty, and X-rated with her, like locking himself between her legs and staying there until there wasn't anything left to give or take. His fingers tightened on the stem of the wine glass, not sure what part of her he enjoyed staring at the most, and quickly decided he liked everything about her. Even from across the room, she stirred his blood, fired his senses, and made him think about hot sex under silken sheets. 
He dragged in a deep breath and reached up to loosen his tie, which suddenly felt tight. Hell, even his briefs were restricting. And the rumble deep in his gut, trickling down toward his groin, could only mean one thing. After a six-month abstinence, he needed to get laid, and he wondered if the woman across the room would in any way be accommodating. No sooner had that thought worked its way into his mind than she glanced over in his direction. Their gazes locked, and the chemistry flowing between them thickened, stirred, and escalated. Heat shimmered in the air, and then she broke eye contact with him. Placing her wine glass on the tray of a passing waiter, she headed out of the ballroom. He watched, mesmerized by the sway of her hips and those gorgeous legs in high heels. Suddenly, he felt his feet moving to follow her.